ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Bilinguiverse. On this occasion, I'm with Miss Catalina Cordova, an old friend of mine, and we're going to talk about our experiences with English. Welcome, Catalina. Hello, everyone. Hope you are doing okay, and thank you, Diana, for inviting me over your podcast. It's my pleasure to have you here. Okay, uh, how do you want to lead this episode? All right, let's see how it goes. Um, first of all, tell us a bit about your childhood. Okay, uh, I was born in a family where no member is bilingual, but they were related to foreign languages. The first generation of my family, my grandparents, had knowledge of some foreign words. Their three children, that is the second generation, are not bilingual either, but they were deeply interested in the American culture. Um, how was your encounter with English? Did you decide to learn it voluntarily? Mm, no, I would say it was unconscious. When I was born, my uncles and my mother tried to plant English in me through music. It was an experiment, and I can say it worked. For example, An anecdote that they always tell me is that in 2002, uh, when I was almost two years old, Maroon 5, She Will Be Loved came out. I listened to it all the time and I love it too. And I still love that song. They have always told me that I used to sing the chorus perfectly. And it was something that I was constantly repeat. There were many songs in English that I sang the chorus. But, Diana, I'm pretty sure that the audience wants to hear your song. Well, as you know, I'm the youngest of three siblings. When I was born, my sister was nine, and she had already shown interest in English. So, she was constantly playing English music. And as I spent most of my time with her, I, unconsciously as well, had my first encounters with the language. Um, and tell us, When you started primary school, how did you feel about English? Mm, well, I went to Wipasi Chavos School in 2003. Um, well, as a curious fact, here was we first met. Oh yeah, of course, I remember that. Continue, please. Well, uh, at that time, it was one of the best primary schools in the city, and it stood out for its teaching in this language. I can say the way I learned English there because I saw it at a very young age and I don't remember it. Uh, Diana, do you remember something? Well, as a matter of fact, and to be honest, I don't. <laughs> I was very young, but I do enjoy seeing our pictures. They were cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, my memories from primary school starts at Arcoiris, where I ended up my primary studies. I remember having a young English teacher. She taught us through different games and activities. It was my favorite class. At that school, do you have experience with native people? Um, no, I didn't have any at primary school. Did you? Yes, I remember having assistant teachers. They were usually from the UK, also they were young people, and I really liked their accent. Oh yeah, British accent is so cool. Uh, that's very interesting. Let's continue with secondary school, shall we? 
Yes, we shall. Um, as for me, I started secondary school at Rafael Pombo. When I started there, at the beginning, it was kind of weird for me. I was used to having just three classmates and went from that to 27 on sixth grade. I started to like math instead of English. I didn't enjoy the classes as I used to do in my previous school, and I didn't get along with, with my teacher, but I didn't left the language aside. I remember it was 2012 and I was in love with One Direction. Well, I still am. So everything I look about them was in English and that kept me motivated to learn the language. For my part, in 2010, I went to Gloom English del Willow. The level was more demanding and especially in English. Here I will have 10 hours per week divided in two hours for each skill. Those were the common skills like grammar, speaking, listening, reading, and writing. The methodology was interesting because it didn't focus only on the book. Sometimes we did role plays, we sang, we watched movies, we read comics, or things we like. Unlike you, I did enjoy that class at that school. Something really cool that happened to me in this school was to present the flyers exam in fifth grade. I ranked first among all the students. I got five chills in speaking, grammar, listening, and reading. But I got three in writing, which, by the way, was not something that, uh, that surprised me because I knew that reading is so difficult for me. Plus, I loved the speaking part because my interviewer was a British. I remember that he was an old man from London and he came to Neva just for this exam. Have you ever taken an international exam like the one that I did? No, I haven't. But because a cousin just presented the IELTS, my parents have encouraged me to take them as well. I'm considering it because that is a good way to know what is my CEFR, well, the Common European Framework of Reference Level. So far, according to the EF test, is C2, but, um, you know, the free version only grades you the reading and listening skills. So I don't think that's really my level. I agree with you. I would like to take the major exams, like the one you said. Uh, also for me, it's like a goal. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that one day we're going to have our certifications. But, well, you were talking about the hours invested in English. Uh, the class and the methodology they used to teach you. Do you think it helped you develop the skills? Well, um, here I was a little more aware of my process in this language. Although I excel in speaking and grammar, I have many problems with the written skill and with understand words orally. And you, were you aware of your process? No, I think I wasn't aware. I knew that I could understand people and read in English, but it wasn't until 2013 or 2014, I don't remember quite well, that I started to really pay attention to all the skills. I think that you should tell your listeners about your experience abroad. Unlike me, you did travel to different places, and I think you communicate through English, right? Oh, yes. 
I've been abroad. Uh, my first time was in 2011. I went to the USA. And that's why I said before that I wasn't aware of my progress. I remember that being there, I could understand what some people were talking in English, even though I didn't know much. Then, uh, for my 15th birthday, I asked to travel instead of the traditional party. And my parents granted my wish. So I went for, for a month to London. I have a cousin there, so I flew with her mother and her brother, but none of them know English. Therefore, when we arrived to the airport, I was the one in charge of the communication. And so on in that trip, I interacted with different people, especially with two boys that were very patient with me. When did you feel that this learning process was conscious? It was in 2013 when I asked my parents to sign me up to study English. So I started to study at Jess Institute. If I'm not mistaken, you studied there as well, isn't it true? Yes, you are right. I remember that I started the fifth level in 2012 at the first semester of that year, and I graduated in 2014. My experience at the Yes Institute was very enjoyable and challenging. I was the youngest of the whole course. When I started, I was 12 years old and the person who followed me was 16. The methodology was very similar to that of Colombo, which made me like to go to classes even though they were on Saturdays. But what I remember most about Yes was this age gap that I have already talked. Being with older people made me learn many things about culture, television, life, and language. I had classmates who were already married or had children. Others were in college or traveled to many parts of the world. Oh, wow, that's a coincidence. I was the youngest of my courses when I started that as well. I was 12. And different from you, I was going from Monday to Thursday at night. I love going to my classes. My father was studying at the same time. Even though he was a level ahead of me, we ended the courses at the same time, on 2015. Um, so, Catalina, you mentioned television. Did you used to watch any particular show? Yes, I used to watch a lot of TV shows like Hannah Montana, That's a Rabbit, Recess, and when I grew a little more, I watched Glee, Grey's Anatomy, Skins, The Big Bang Theory, Small, Small Big. I have to confess that it's something that I am still doing. For example, when the Netflix area arrived, uh, I watched like Orange is the New Black, that was one of the first, and also The Crown. Um, well, the list is so long, but you did, did you do the same? Yes. As I said at the beginning, I had a great influence from my sister and she used to watch, well, she still does, Friends all the time. Every afternoon, that was the plan. Yet, I didn't understand a thing. The subtitles were too fast for me, but I enjoyed it anyway. Nowadays, I love watching TV series, such as Grey's Anatomy, Station 19, Gossip Girl, that is my favorite show. Uh, the Good Doctor, Gilmore Girls, and with Annie, Jane the Virgin, and the list goes on. Uh, I know that one thing you love is listening to music. 
Share with us the artists that have influenced you. <laughs> if the TV program series list was long, the music list is bigger. But I'm gonna say the most important, like Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Coldplay, Maroon 5, Guns N' Roses, The Beatles, all the songs from the Glickas, Sam Smith, Dua Lipa, Fear Harmony, and Wealth is a long list. Is your list as long as mine? I don't know if it is as long as yours, but my list starts with the most important for me, that is One Direction, and also their solo careers. Uh, Followed by Avril Lavigne, Five Seconds of Summer, Adele, Ed Sheeran, Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, and also Shakira. But um, we were talking about studies and ended up talking about music. After Jess, How was English at school? In 2015, I went to my last school, Claretiana. My main problem was that I passed from seeing 10 hours a week of English to 4 or 3 hours a week. And unfortunately, the methodology was very traditional that it was equal to so boring. And at the end of the school, I felt that my skills had deteriorated. But I started to improve again because I decided to study the ELT program at USCO. And how were your years at INEM? I started studying at INEM in the second semester in 2014. As you know, English is not as strong for in public schools. So I just saw like three hours per week. But as INEM has modalities that just start at 10th grade, I chose English and initiated seeing 10 hours per week. And that year, at uh, the second semester, two of them were with a native from Nigeria. Then, in 11th grade, we saw eight hours, but the same two were this time with a Native American. Although the hours by no native teacher were kind of a waste for me, or well, I felt it that way. Why did you feel that way? Um, because he didn't know much. So a friend and I were the one that ended up teaching our classmates. That's sad, but I said that my classes were boring because my professor was very similar to yours and also my classmates. They have a low level and the ones that have a good one were a few. As a consequence, I kept quiet or not do things well because many times they would say comments like, oh, you are so hoity-toity, when I felt that I was not in that way. On the contrary, I used to help and explain them, but some of them didn't see in that way. Having a good level of English, were you chosen to present the typical events at school? I remember that I have to present the English day several times. Did you have something similar? Yes, I can relate with that. I think maybe my classmates saw my friends and I the same way. Um, at the name, we don't have an English day, but we do have a week that is called Semana, Semana Luciar. And on Friday that week, we have El Festival de la Canción Anglo-Colombiana. And on my last year of school, I was master of ceremony in that event. 
This helped me decide that I wanted to study in the ELT program. Did something change when you start at USCO? Um, yes. I think that it changed that I felt right away was that I was like at the same level with most of my partners for the first time. Uh, but I also realized that I had some deficiencies with writing. In my case, I started to correct many mistakes in almost all areas. I also realized that my written skills were at a very basic level. Now, I felt that I have improved a lot in all areas, but I think this process has been easy because since I was little, I had good foundations. But I experienced the shock of learning unconsciously a language in 2019 when we began to learn French. Yes, the both of us decided to learn a third language at the same time. <laughs> yes, after a long year chasing you to start the course with me, so I wouldn't be alone. I know, but this is something that I'll always be grateful for. Was it easy for you to learn French? I have to be honest. I expected that it would be way easier, but it wasn't that difficult either, you know? I think that because it was something I really wanted for a long time, it kept me motivated to learn. Although pronunciation was the thing that drove me crazy. Was it easy for you, mon ami? <laughs> I could say that it is difficult to handle a third language in a place where you don't even speak the second one because, well, you don't use it in your everyday life. French, for me, is a language of care due to its pronunciation and reaching it was very difficult when you don't have also a native reference. Finally, in my opinion, the grammar can be complicated but has a lot of similarities to Spanish that is our native language. Yes, it does have some similarities. Um, well, we have to talk about the past and some of the present. Let's talk a bit about the future. How do you see yourself in, let's say, um, five years? Hmm. I see myself working as a teacher, hopefully outside the country. I will also like to learn more languages and if it's possible, also teach them. I don't know, I have as many options that I wouldn't know which one to take because um, I also really like the literature and that that's an important. Well, you know, whatever fate wants, but uh, what, what are your plans for the future? Um, I might say that I have very similar plans. Uh, well, I'm hoping that I'm already graduated and maybe living abroad, teaching as well, or maybe starting a master somewhere else. I don't know. Let's take baby steps and just end this year. <laughs> okay, folks, um, I think that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for your participation here, Catalina. I hope to have you back soon. No, it was my pleasure. Anytime, just call me. And remember, be safe. Yes, remember to stay at home and wear a mask. Bye-bye.